0: How ironic that I, who have been raised with a devotion to harmony and peace, am being called upon to save the fiercest savages who ever roamed through space. And yet, can any man turn his back on another and still call himself civilized? Hello and welcome to episode... 360 of Under the Cull of MS, another Mad Manapod Monday episode. I know I may have used that Silver Surfer quote before, but it's just so fitting for today's times with the Russian-Ukrainian war going on right now and all the other problems happening right now. It just seems like we are very uncivilized. Tons of supposedly civilized human people, human beings are attacking other civilized human beings at this moment. For no real reason. For someone's power struggle. But we're not going to worry about that today we're going to enjoy today. Today is Madman and Pod Monday. So let's get our book out. Her madman Volume 1 of the madman library. And if I can open this beast. Say so yeah, I've been harming my precious little book just by doing this podcast (laughs) because i don't have a good angled table to put it on so the edging of this table is causing problems with it even though i'm putting a cushion in between the book and the table itself but all right let's get this all Straightened out, it looks like we're on page 237. 236 has a little Madman pinup on it. And 237 will be starting the next Madman adventure from the old trade paperbacks and comics back in the day. Oh yeah, I forgot. (laughs) I got a fluorescent light that likes to go on and off now. This isn't going to be good. So I'm going to be struggling to read some of these words because I had no damn light. Okay, I'm going to have to fix this up to make this work a little better. Let's see what happens. See how well I can do with this little back light behind me and see if I can see it enough. Hopefully it'll work out. All right, we're staring up. Page 237. Dr. Flem is taking us on vacation. Doctor, Dr. Biofard has been a bit stressed lately. His brain expansion formula has been affecting him in odd ways. It may make him smarter, but it also makes him meaner. Like most drugs, if you take them, Long enough, your body adapts to them and you get cranky when you don't have them. Pumping through your system at full throttle. So yeah, I can see that. Time to relax and get away. A chance to kick back and enjoy a few campsites in the desert. Forget about work, research, and everyday headaches. We can all use a break. Ah the wind in my face as madman's dogging it sitting in the passenger seat hanging his head out the window getting the fresh air through his face and his hair more through his hair his face is pretty much covered up with his mask (laughs) There's a lovely campsite a couple miles up the highway near some outstanding rock formations. I, I know, I know. Blue sky. Carefree days. No worries. Blah, blah, blah. Look, Dr. Biofard, if you don't take a break from your work, lab work, you're going to snap. He's right, you know. In fact, if you can't get with the spirit of things, we might as well turn around now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm sure you're correct. A few days of distraction is bound to do some good. Do you think he (laughs) means... Do you think he means it, Frank? Frank? I don't think he's being one bit sincere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, probably have to... We'll probably have to force him to unwind a little. Indeed. You should talk. This is the spot. We can overlook the flats from here. Do you guys mind if I do a little exploring? I certainly do. I suppose I'll be expected to make camp, prepare the meals, and do any other laborious activities. Well, I, gee, I'm sorry, I didn't. It seems we pulled you from your work just in time. You go take a nap in the camper. Frank, go ahead and do your exploring. We'll be needing some firewood. Could you bring some back? You bet. Yeah. You just go do that, Mr. Goody-goody. You make me want to induce vomiting. Oh, yeah. Biofart is just so cranky. Needs his drugs. Get his little mind enhancement going. Make him happy. Dr. Flem's whistling away, singing away, working on getting the camp set up. Dr. Biofart's pissing and moaning, crawling into the back of the camper. Madman's going off to play with his little... little electronic ball either Marie or Warren Uh, one's looks like one's hanging back with Flamin'. ones headed with madman what's his problem man what a crouch someone ought to invent a happy pill hmm maybe somebody has Something to think about. Biofard was once like a father to me. He saved my life. Gave me a new beginning. He's changed. I hope this vacation helps him. Joe has suggested I try to increase my vocabulary, so I'm learning a few new words each day. Ah, pulchritude. Pulchritude? What the heck? Pulchritude? Pulchritude. Hmm. If I would have known we were doing words of the day's thing, I would have made sure I had a, a dictionary next to me so we could search up what the word of the day means, since they won't have a little description at the bottom of the comic like they should. This ought to be enough, as Frank's got a handful uh well, arms full up to his chin of firewood. no, no. Whoa What's happening? Whoa, baby, what was that? Whatever it was, I think it came from the flats. It's like, all of a sudden Frank just started tripping out, dropped his firewood, start his eyes are bugging out, he is seeing all kinds of things. It's like something's messing with his mind. Did you hear or feel something strange a few minutes ago? No. I assume you did. Yeah. Don't know how to describe it. A odd hum, a whispering hum, like a voice from the past. Maybe the wind wrestling, whistling through the canyons. No, well, maybe, no. Hmm, I don't know. It just seems so distinct, almost desperate. It's got you frazzled, though, hasn't it? Kind of. But it's a euphony? I'm thinking of a lighthouse or a beacon of some kind. It's in my head. Let's put our minds to something more basic to the human experience. Let's roast some weenies. Now there's a good idea. Can you get some matches out of the camper? Sure thing. Try not to disturb Biofard. He may be asleep by now. I thought you were through with your brain expansion experiments. I've cut back. It's important research. I know what I'm doing. Nothing to worry about. Look what it's doing to you. But the knowledge. You get in that camper and lie down like you were told. Maybe we will have to tie you down. No, I'll sleep now. I know you're concerned, but please, there's no need to worry about me. Okay, let's see here. I yeah, Flem working on a campfire with some little experimental stuff. I think Frank thinks he's got biofard put back in bed. In the camper, they get to sit around their campfire, pull out the weenies and marshmallows. Hot dog. That carbonated fuel of yours is good for just about anything. Why is it bad to eat dessert before dinner? Is it? I won't tell. And you're camping. You gotta have fun. You always have s'mores whenever you want. And have your dessert whenever you want. All your sugary drinks. And pretty much camping ends up being a sugar-induced festival anyways. Dr. Flem told me some of his infamous campfire spook stories. Finally, after the army blew up the haunted house, a large cloud loomed over the destruction. And do you know what they all saw? What? All the bloody faces of the people who died in the house could be seen in the cloud. Ooh, what a creepy story. Tell another one. I'm becoming more than a little concerned for Biofard. He's very much on the edge. I think I know what you mean. There. Do you hear that? Do you feel that? No, nothing. It's been a long day, Frank. We should all get some sleep. Sure, you're right. And that's what we did. It's when I dream that my most hidden thoughts and fears seep to the surface. Now Frank goes into a little dream world. Akem, denum, yum, niotip, telp metnock. Sit. Siad. ya. There's no greater fear than infinity. Ah, I can't stand it. Frank. Actually, we're coming out of the dream world now. Frank. What's the matter? Are you having a bad dream? Help me. Help me. What's wrong? What is it? I can see eternity. God, oh, help me. God, dear God. What do you mean? What's happening? It's all so clear, so obvious, exposed like a raw nerve. There's no escaping its truth. I've lost the comfort of ignorance. And he's like reaching up into the sky. There's like a hole in the sky. I can't really tell if he's tripping, if he's in a dream world, or what's going on. Next panel, he's got giant eyeballs floating all around him. I'm alive now. I do exist. I breathe. I feel. Is there anyone who knows how I feel? Is there any way to make the pain stop? One of two things will happen. Either I'll die, and that will be it, the end, all life I've experienced, meaningless. Or my being, my life force, my spirit, my existence, will live eternally. A continuous afterlife that goes on. And on and on and on, he's got all kinds of strange things just happening around him in the background visuals, space things, a little storyland style <laughs> moments going on. This pain is real. How could anyone ever understand and help me? Maybe I've already lived forever. Maybe this now is forever. Maybe that's why I don't know who I really am. I've existed forever, and blankness is my only escape. Maybe we immerse our eternal spirits in a series of Finite lives. No. The veil has lifted. I'll always exist. I've always existed. What a burden it must be to be God. To know the beginning and to know the end. Yet there is no beginning. There is no end. Space. Endless space. Outer space must end somewhere, but then something must exist beyond space. The inevitability of the possible, ah, the probe of all truth. I can see it, really, see it. The answers to all things, the secrets of all the gray mysteries the origins of all creation. Do we immerse our eternal spirits into a series of finite lives? Oh God, dear God, take this pain from my head. Is there order to our existence? Is there some plan? Please, Frank, Don't do this to yourself. I can't stand to see you like this. Don't think so much if it hurts, as Joel comforts him. Don't cry. It's okay. I'm here. You just had a nightmare. No, it can't be. It's real, I'm real. I'm not some fictitious character in some story. How can you not see it? How can you avoid it? How can you take it for granted? I don't. Feel me, touch me, squeeze tight. Let go of the eternal. Take comfort in life's moments, one at a time. I'm ch- trying. I'm numb from the pain. Maybe you're not real. How can you not feel the helplessness, the soul scorching pain of eternity? Maybe I've invented you. How else can I explain you caring about me? I must be alone in the universe. Yep, all creation is a figment of my imagination. Frank, please, you're not alone. Frank, honey, sweetums. Listen to me. You're not alone. I love you. That's very real. Hold me tight, Frank. Frank? Feel how real I am, Frank. But, Joel, you're... I'm real. Frank? Frank, you're shouting in your sleep. (laughs) Frank wakes up after Joe turns into a tree creature. (laughs) Frank wakes up hugging a log (laughs) in his sleeping bag. What's the skinny? Where's Joe? What's happened to Joe? Is she all right? Joe had to work. She's back in Snap City. You know that. Oh, I, uh, you were just having another dream. Oh, yeah, I guess so. It's this place. (laughs) It's this place. Something is moving in my head, like a big door opening. Someday, we are going to have to get some insight on those intuitive powers of yours. So selective. Sometimes, you read people so well. Other times, you are the most naive person I know. We'll start a program as soon as we get back. And Frank goes off for the day to play. Let's see. Where are we here? I think what I want to do. Yeah, we'll read into a couple pages of this next part. And then we will see where we're at and probably pause it there but he's out running around climbing down from a cliff searching out into the world that they're at the part of the world environment that they're at looking around exploring i continue to write down most of my feelings though i can't remember a lot of my dreams I know the fears revealed in my sleep are suppressed in my waking world. Maybe it is these fears that keep me keep my former life's memories from me. Wait up, Marie Memories of who or what I really am I can't seem to clear my head. Has this place opened my mind to my dream? Now I feel a buzz, a vibration, a clinging. I can't shake this off. I have to. Maybe it's Marie. Marie's electronic like orb that's following you around. She's right by your head. <laughs> she could be buzzing and humming. There, again, a pulse or a burst. I can feel it. Whatever it is, it's out there. Stronger still, is something calling me? It's close. And, and desperate? It's a distress call. I'm coming. Oop as he trips on some multicolored rock-looking structure in an open, flat area, falls down, and all of a sudden there's some, like, noises coming from it, maybe, some type of signals or something. Frank goes back, starts digging it up, seeing what it is. What do you think, Marie? Is this merely a, Nicocopia? Nicocopia? <laughs> Nicocopia, maybe? Or does it have a certain verisimilitude? <laughs> I gotta look these words up. I don't think some of these words that Frank are, It's coming up with are real. <laughs> uh, verisimilitude. Dr. Flem. Dr. Flem. What is it? I'm not sure. Hurry, bring the shovels. What on earth? As they keep they start digging up this multicolored who knows what's it. And it starts humming and buzzing and making noises. A little part of it pops up. Frank reaches out to touch it. Any any idea what what this is? No, Frank, don't. Arsh. All of a sudden, Frank's body kind of co- becomes liquefied, melting, dripping into the structure. Doctor Flem, what happened? Where am I? He's in some type of weird vortex, all kinds of colors, tubes, and all kinds of things. He's just tunnels. I'm not sure how long I wandered through a maze of tunnels. I didn't care. Once I found this nifty, starry chamber, but then the floor dropped out. And he goes down through a tube, swirling through a tube, down into this pit area that's full of all kinds of weird stringy colorful thingies and a unique being that's just sitting kind of Buddhismly uh, in like a meditative state inside a bubble and Frank lands on this some type of ground structure and looks up at the being and that is where Frank is left off, where we're going to leave off, where we're going to stop the story. Or Frank finds an interesting new character, maybe an interesting new friend. It looks like it could be a female alien. Who knows? But we will have to see what happens next Mad Man and Pod Monday when we get back to the rest of this story. I am going to put the book together and put it away and we will get back right after this with another little segment of a little bit more all red stuff. So we'll be right back after this. All right. We're back with a t- little bonus. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, Silver Surfer comic that is penciled by Mike Allred, written by Dan Slott, cover artwork by Mark, Mike Allred. This is a key issue, Silver Surfer number 200, and it's actually number six, but it's the 200th appearance of the Silver Surfer, so he did this special issue that the main label says Silver Surfer 200. Uh, oversized anniversary issue. After Nornrad's massive status quo change in the 50th anniversary issue, it's now Don Greenwood's turn. With one simple act of kindness, the surfer may have forever changed her world. What's going on? Why is San Francisco overrun by monsters? And what wall crawling, web spinning guest star is swinging by to help out? Okay, we'll tell you that one. It's Peter Parker, the amazing Spider Man. All this in tons of cosmic weirdness, surprise, superheroes, and special stories as we celebrate the 200th Silver Surfer issue. They do have some stuff written inside the cover. Let's go ahead and read that stuff. See what's up here. I wish my light would come back on. Chosen by Galactus to be his herald, and imbued with the power cosmic, Nornrad from the planet Zenla, became the Silver Surfer. Now, freed from his servitude to the world, Eater, the Silver Surfer, travels the spaceways on a mission of heroism and discovery. Born to a couple of very nice people in the small town of Anchor Bay, Massachusetts, a young girl in love with her hometown grew up to be Dawn Greenwood, co-manager of the Greenwood Inn, that is, until she was kidnapped by aliens. Together, the Silver Surfer and Dawn conquered cosmic villainy, and Dawn chose to accompany the Surfer on his space adventures. After the Silver Surfer saved the Earth from a Zen Labian invasion, his people declared that he could no longer call what was left of Zenla his home. The citizens of Earth grateful for Norrin's sacrifice on their behalf, were quick to offer their hero a new home, but finding his place in it has not been easy. Dawn sensed Surfer's discontent and confided in him that her mother abandoned her family without warning when Dawn was a child and that Dawn had since found peace with it. But the surfer realized that he could track the missing woman down using his cosmic senses, and surprised Dawn by bringing her to her estranged mother's front door. And someone a little while back talked about this being some type of key issue for something, and I figured i better give it a read and go through it. I thought I read this one before, but I guess not. But, yeah, we get some interesting little uh, character cameos of other Marvel Universe characters throughout here. It starts out with uh, some people, one who almost looks like a Frank Einstein character. Uh <laughs> in, like, a museum-type area with a bunch of anemones and underwater creatures that can change shapes and mimic different things. And then we go into the storyline where Silver Surfer is taking Dawn to see her long-lost mother. And she goes through a bunch of struggles in her mind about whether or not she wants to meet up with her mother and talk to her and some things happen along the way. And yeah, read this wonderful story to find out, but it gives us the, what I believe is the first appearance of Dawn's mother in this episode. And we get some other characters that, Maybe some type of special appearances for them in this issue. And, of course, we get the amazing Spider-Man, Peter Parker, popping up in here, which is nice. And they're talking. There's teasings going around the MCU about Silver Surfer possibly making an appearance in something sometime soon possibly another fantastic Four movie and all this, but, but yeah, we get a variety of MCU characters throughout here that are fun to see. We also get to see the silver surfer power down from his power cosmic in here. And you get to see his human, human looking face throughout this. Uh, but yeah, it was a another great reference to uh, Don's family and getting deeper into that character and seeing who her ma- mom really is and who sh- where she kind of like came from and why she's not. With Dawn at the moment and all that. And you can see all those backstories throughout here. You get get more of that backstory through here and find out more about that. And uh, it was a really great, enjoyable issue as usual. Uh, The cover gives you a nice view of a variety of different Silver Surfer and Fantastic Four. Magazines with Silver Surfer appearances on the covers. Uh, In reality, this is Silver Surfer number six, but they have number 200 on here because it's the apparently the 200th appearance or 200th issue of Silver Surfer that Marvel Comics has published throughout history. Uh... But since those issues have been split over numerous volumes, the 200th issue of the Silver Surfer all time is te- technically this number six issue. But who knows? They probably did something special once they hit the actual number 200 in the sequencing. Also, I don't know. I don't know how far the Silver Surfer went until I end up reading all the issues, and getting them. Uh And there's also a nice cover gallery in the back of the issue that shows you all 200 covers that Silver Surfer has appeared in. Uh, they're small, but they're still well done. You can still see them nicely and figure out which ones they are if you want to hunt them down for your collection. Uh Right now, I know, if you want to get a jump on it, uh, uh, I can't think of it offhand, but there's a couple key Silver Surfer issues that you may want to get your hands on. You may want to just search them yourself. Look them up online and see. I can't think of it right now, but there's, I know, like, one of the Fantastic Fours uh, has, like, an introduction to Silver Surfer. That's a key issue. There's some other. There's, like, two main issues that you really want to get your hands on right now if you do want to start collecting for the future and get something that might be worth more once they do reintroduce the Silver Surfer to the MCU, but I don't know. I haven't heard nothing new about a Fantastic Four movie or anything with Silver Surfer, but I know they were talking not long ago about something possibly in the works. So, hopefully we'll get something down the road. Uh, but yeah, that was just uh an issue i decided to read this last week and i forgot this or wanted a comic podcast or someone from our club was talking about something with the issue 200 and that's some why got it out and checked it out and of course liked it like usual uh, I'm getting a hip, hiccup and burp attack, but crazy right now, which sucks. So, I am, oh, sorry about that, <laughs> this just doesn't want to stop, alright, let me take a swig of water first, see if that helps, and of course I spilled half of it on me. It's ah, a little better, but yeah, we're gonna end it there today. Hopefully, you enjoyed the little man manipod episode. I should be back again next Monday with some more. Get back into that storyline. Find out who or what the interesting-looking alien-type creature is. Where that storyline's going? What happened to? Dr. Phlegm bio-fired. and Biofard. Let's see if we can make Captain Cranky a little more happy on vacation. And see what madman Frank is coming across. What he's hearing, what he's seeing, what he, why all this is happening to him. Can't wait to find out the fun. And we'll get back to that next Monday. Tomorrow we should be back with our Tuesday episode. It'll probably be a short one tomorrow. Because I do have to go to the dentist. Tomorrow again. For hopefully what is a final adjustment. I like two spots that are still really annoying. But other than that I have been able to wear my teeth all day. Use a little bit of. Dental goop just to secure them in there, but it's like they're so well fit this time around that the goop doesn't even really stay in there anywhere. It's not filling no weird holes or anything. It's actually being pushed out, so they have a pretty good alignment this time, so they're fit to it. I just got to get one more alignment, bite test probably, and then a couple grinds on the right side, and then we should be good to go. Yeah, like one sore area left, and hopefully we can eliminate that, and then we should be able to start focusing on getting these things to adapt to our speech and get it all worked out, and then we'll be somewhat normal again. But yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, there's a couple cons coming up in Wisconsin here pretty soon. But I will probably talk about them later in the week. So check out Crimson Call Comic Club. Check out Under the Cow. Keep following Under the Cull of MS. Rate, review, tell a friend, subscribe. Send us questions, comments, ideas, whatever you want. And we will just keep hopefully bringing you the funny, bringing you the fun, bringing you the science, the health, the whatever we can, whatever we think of, whatever we decide, the news, the depressing, depressing news, anything else. So talk to you again soon. Be good.